This is a WTF podcast experience. Allowing pets, for example, says to the market, well, you're opening up the market to about 70% more applicants. Do have a lot of families out there, mum, dad and and children who have a pet, or you might have a a couple with a little pet. Mm. And they're brilliant tenants and they've got fantastic records and, you know, exactly what the owner is looking for. Welcome to Taming the Ferrets, New Zealand's most awarding business podcast. A collection of ferrets is called a business, and here on New Zealand's most awarded business podcast, we like to tame the ferrets once and for all. We welcome entrepreneurs, leaders, and inspirational figureheads to inform, educate, motivate, and inspire. My name's Freddie Bennett, entrepreneur, investor, business owner, and sometimes wannabe podcast host. And today, everybody, I've got a real treat for you. I am delighted to welcome Janine Evans from Evans Property Management to the Taming the Ferrets studio. Janine, welcome. Oh, thanks very much, Freddie. It's great to be here. It's a pleasure to have you here. We've been having some fun in the studio today because we've just, we've had an upgrade. The studios, yeah, we've got new microphones. We've had a, we've given the place a, a lick of paint. <laughs> we'll ignore the boxes in the corner. Yeah. And uh, there's no one more that we would love to welcome than having yourself in the studio today. Oh, thanks very much. It's great to be here. I've been looking forward to speaking with you guys. Brilliant. Yeah. And so, so Janine, just to, to start us off, uh, for people that may not have heard of you before, mm-hmm. tell us a bit about yourself and your business. Um, Well, I thanks for asking. Um, Myself, I grew up in Christchurch uh, in the South Island there and um, a family of uh, four. Um, And um, later on in life, I went travelling, met my husband in Auckland and uh, we went over to the UK. Oh, uh, I hear it's very nice there. it's not bad. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, we stayed there for seven years and um, brought up our kids there. We've got two children, Hmm. came back to Christchurch. And stayed there, and unfortunately, you know, with the earthquakes that came along, and mm. and after that, we uh, made the move to the Bay of Plenty, and I think for us, it was one of the best things we did because, as everyone knows, it's a beautiful climate here. It certainly is. You know, the people are really lovely and friendly, and um, we also like the proximity. Um, you know, it's close to Auckland, and you've got Rotorua and Taupo and all those things. So, mm. you know, for us, it was a really good move here and I'm sure you found the same thing uh, I certainly did um, uh, yeah when uh, the, my, my New Zealand story and people laugh at it I'd never been here before I'd never been to Tauranga before and and someone just said to me well well it's, it's nice there in the bay you should go there so yeah. we said okay let's do it and uh, and, and yeah we haven't looked back since yeah. um, but and in terms of, of your business mm-hmm. were you did, did you have the business in Christchurch was mm-hmm. it something that you that you set up when you arrived here yeah. So when I arrived here, and I didn't have it in Christchurch, my background was typically sales. Um, mm. But when I arrived here, um, I was wondering, you know, about how I can work with that and what I can do. And um, was speaking with a neighbour of mine, and she owned a property management company, and just started chatting with her. And she she thought, you know, that might be something that would be a good fit for myself. And so I ended up approaching a small boutique company and really started my experience through them and my training and things like that Um, and that was my introduction to property management which was a real treat having a nice small environment to work with definitely yeah Um, and then from there I uh, moved on to a larger company and was training people and things like that and a couple of years ago I just thought to myself well you know there are a few things I'd like to do a little bit differently and start my own business and um, 
fast forward a couple of years later, here we are. That's amazing. And I think that that journey from being being in a new place and thinking, right, it's a new career change and, and going from, from that sales environment to, to pro- property management. Mm. Was it a difficult change? Did you take to it easily? I mean, aside from the, you know, the, the law and everything you need to know around tenancy law, you're still mm. dealing with people at the end of the day. And mm. with property management, it is really about you're managing property, but you're managing people and and, um, and things like that. So it's, it really is about having that connection with people, listening to what they want, what they need and, and what they're after in a service. Mm. I love that. And I think that's that's such a great point because I speak to, to a lot of people, especially when you talk about things like like sales or people. And so many individuals or even some businesses just say, oh, we don't like doing sales. We don't like working with people. And mm. I think so many people don't understand that everything we do, every, everything is is selling. Everything we do is engaging with people. And that doesn't matter if you're running a business or trying to get your kids to go to bed on time mm. or trying to organize a holiday or no matter what it is it is everything involved that that people interaction yeah that's right and it's also about just you know tailoring what you have to offer to that you know to the person's needs because everybody wants a different service from property management and every owner has a, a unique brief i suppose so for us it's about listening to that brief and having a chat and finding out what works best for them mm. and and tailoring the services we offer to fit their needs absolutely yeah. and and thinking back to, to, to when you were you were starting off in, in the property management business and when you were you were starting with those smaller companies mm. how did it feel going from you know the the, the smaller environment firstly to, to the larger environment in terms of how it actually feels it, it's it, it doesn't really feel too different for myself because I'm a real people person and mm. so really the, and the thing about property management is apart from the connection you have to have is you, you do really have to be very well um, organised and structured mm. and you have to have all your systems in place. So ha- working with a smaller company is comp- you know compared to a bigger company really isn't that much of a change so long as you've got all of your ducks in a row and all of your systems mm. in place. That is the main thing that you know helps you progress and move forward. Definitely, mm. and I think I think it's it's amazing that you were you were in that larger environment and you decided it was time to to go out and and, and set up on you know with your own business. Mm. Um, was that a long process? Is it something where you woke up one morning and you thought, right, this is it, I'm going for it, the sun <laughs> is shining on me, or was it yeah, or was it kind of like a, like a slow, gradual, or was it yeah, that that voice mm. in the back of your head? I think it was for me um, something that I thought I'd always want to do, but it's not something that you would, you know, dive into straight away. There is a lot of legalities, and you have to know, um, you know, tenancy law and uh, know how to align yourself with certain people in the industry. And and once I had all of those things in, in place in my head and and things like that, I, um, you know, making the change. Um, is it was for us wasn't really that hard mm. it was just um making sure we had all those systems in, in place absolutely how, how did your how did your partner feel when you said <laughs> i think i want to go and do this thing on my own <laughs> oh look he's really supportive and mm. he had actually been encouraging me for for quite some time and um you know there's certain things that i wanted to do that were a little bit different in the industry mm. um and tailor make packages for each individual client to suit their needs rather than just a one mainstream approach. Mm. Um, and so for us as a, 
um, you know, starting out, it's almost like you've got the opportunity to rewrite that. Um, obviously, mm. still same within the laws and boundaries, oh, and things like that. But you know, just to be able to rewrite mm. things is a really um, rewarding experience. Yeah. And I think that that's so key, and so many businesses overlook it. And I was, I was reading a, a Forbes article just this morning with uh, with my cornflakes, and um, <laughs> they were saying something around. Even after the pandemic, even you know, with we know we're facing trouble at the moment with supply chain and labour shortages and talent shortages and everything else, some companies use that as an excuse just to 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 be you know to overlook customer service, just mm. to think we can treat everyone with just a one size fits all mm. and, and just treat everyone the same. But I think one of the keys to business success is being able to, to give either you know customers or clients that individual treatment as you say within certain guidelines and has that been a key differentiator for you then oh 100 percent. it really has and with the market as it is at the moment you know there's um a lot of uh, new customers coming on board with us or new clients because the market the sales market is very slow and so you know we're there to be able to help them um, look after their investment property um, mm. if they decide to you know put it into the rental pool and for some owners, that's quite a scary thing, mm. um, particularly if it's been their family home. So it's about just um, helping them and guiding them through that process so that they um, feel comfortable with us mm. and feel comfortable knowing that they're putting their their, their property, or, you know, their future investment, so to speak, into mm. our hands. And it's about a conversation with them about the types of tenants we want to get in for them, mm. who they are comfortable with things like that and um, and so that at the end of the journey when they eventually decide that they want to put it back on the market for mm. example we can hand it back to them um, in as close um, as possible you know condition to when we first got the property and that's a really rewarding thing to be able to do to help people um, if they can't sell it now to hang on to it mm. um, and just to help them with their investment journey in the future yeah and it's it's very uh, prevalent that you say that because we have thousands of listeners all across the country and I'm sure they're dying to hear my property situation right now. So I'm going to, I'm very much in that situation. Like, mm. uh, as you say, I'm from the UK. I still have my house in the UK. Mm. So I'm in exactly, as you say, I've got that house owner position. I'm trying to rent it out from 12,000 miles away, but I still have the same emotions because I think a house really is part of your, you know, it's part of your family. It's literally the foundations that your mm. family is built on. Yeah. And to let someone else into that home and uh, the the worries that we all have. And when when you get the phone call and you're like, oh, is it is it the shower this time? Is it is it a leak? Is it something more expensive? And it's it is quite a, it can be a stressful experience. Yeah. I think if, if you're able to, to guide people on that journey, it can really help. Mm. And that is absolutely key. You, you've hit the nail on the head there, Charlie, because it, for some owners, it is a really emotional thing and it is hard to let go. And fully entrust someone to be able to, you know, look after their property. It could be a, a, a generational home, for example, and things like that. So, yeah, it is about us just um, keeping in con constant contact with them. And it's it's not always to ring them to say that the shower is leaking or something like that. Mm. Sometimes we just ring them to touch base to just to say, hey, how's it going? Your, your property is looking great. Your tenants are really loving it mm. and um, things like that, just to give them that reassurance. And so many people overlook that, and mm. uh, and I say that, and 
my uh, my uh, my property manager never never gets in touch with me. Uh, this was that sort of thing when uh, when the phone rings and you see the name oh. pop up. If that, I mean, how <laughs> much is how much is this going to cost me today? Yeah. And, and you kind of you thinking, hello, and is is it going to be like a five hundred dollar conversation or a five thousand mm. dollar conversation? But I think having that that personal connection with people is um it, it's how it's how we build relationships, and I think so much of business success is in that relationship that we can build. Yeah, hundred a hundred percent agree, and. It, for us, it is about just, um, you know, having that um, comfort with our clients and we can call them whenever we want and, and they know that they can call us and we'll get back to them within the same day. Um, that is a, a big pain point for a lot of tenants, mm. owners, being tr- you know, trying to get in contact with property managers mm. and the frustration of not hearing back from them. So for us, one of the things that we do is get back to people within the same day and that's the feedback mm. from that's been very positive. I, th- I think that that's right, and it is about the as I say the the, the contact that you have. And again, I we, we, mm-hmm. we just talked about my uh, my dirty laundry uh, mm-hmm. property experiences, but I've had to change agents and, and all sorts because I think so many agents in this industry just um, and so many property managers just think of of, of the the customers as a regular paycheck mm. as, as someone that you know you know nine times out of ten there's not going to be anything to do and, and they just keep the money coming mm. in but if you're able to, to give that personal experience mm. it's a lot better and i think for us as well we have got experience as being investors we've been tenants when we were younger um, we still are investors so we can look mm. at it from all viewpoints um, put ourselves with a different hat as an investor as a property manager as a tenant and it's equally important for us to give really good service to our tenants mm. and I feel like that is something that is really overlooked in the industry and for us um, tenants are paramount to the whole business model mm. um, and without happy tenants you know the whole thing falls over so we really make sure that we have a good connection with our tenants as well mm. um, and we have great relationships with our tenants and yeah, so that's really good. I think so because I think at the moment tenants can can vote with their feet, and so can can landlords as well. Mm. I think we're we're coming into this this economic situation where if people can't happy, they know they have options out there. They know they can they can move on, mm. and um, and it is about that that engagement. Mm. Um, and I wanted to, to to ask as well when when you first started how because I know a lot of people, and I'm probably one of them, say. I want to get into property is always the, uh, the the phrase that they use. And mm-hmm. when when you started the property management company, how like how did you get those those first tenants and the, those first properties and sort of start getting the, the the wins on the board? I think it's about the for for me for our company it was about having past relationships already, so that when um, we started the company that we had tenants that follow us. And it's not just for the property management, it's all back to those relationships and that trust um, mm. and integrity that's put in place. So, and, and from that, Tauranga is a relatively small place, I suppose, and word just gets around and mm. from there it just it, it just builds. And, and we're really proud of the growth we've had and we've exceeded our expectations and bringing on more staff and yeah, it's, it's a really exciting time for us and we're yeah. really, really proud of ourselves and our team. No, that, that's mm. brilliant. And and you mentioned that the team there, how, how many people have, have you got on the team at the moment? Well, we, we are constantly growing mm. and the, the reason being is we do keep our portfolios smaller than what the normal, so to speak, is. And that's because we want to offer um, that same day communication and that personalised service. 
And also our property managers do everything. So some companies have someone who's a letting agent, someone who does inspection, someone who does reception. Our one property manager does um, everything for that client. So mm. our portfolios are smaller and so we're always bringing on more stuff because of that. But for us, it's it's definitely um, backs our conviction on what we're about. Definitely. Mm. And is there anything that, that you find is, is important on a, on, a, on a team basis in terms of building that, that team culture? Because you sound like quite a, quite a close-knit team. Yeah, I think for us, it's just one thing I really stress with my staff is a really good work-life balance as well. And so we, we do like to get together and do a lot of outdoor activities and luging mm. and, and things like that. And just letting loose every now and then because it, it's a really high-pressure job mm. and you're always juggling and you're you know property is the product um but you are dealing with people essentially and everyone's different aren't they so you've you've mm. really got to have all your different hats on and and juggling your your maintenance and your, your trades people and things like that mm. so it, it's a very fast-paced environment and like we're, i said to you at the beginning i can't mm. well, what day is it no it's right <laughs> it's thursday mm. things the weeks go really fast and so we've got to make sure with our team that we communicate well you know we have some laughs together we can always talk to each other about what's going on and we're really big on the training side of things as well mm. so um we work very closely with a um business called tenancy practice services mm -hmm. um and they are leaders in industry compliance and so for us we align themselves with them we are elite and trusted partners with them and they provide a lot of good training so we have a lot of fun with that as well just yeah, definitely. And mm. one of the reasons we, uh, when we came up with the name of Taming the Ferrets, people quite rightly said, why the heck would you call a podcast Taming the Ferrets? Mm. But it is because in our life, we have a lot of, of metaphorical ferrets, I hasten to add, because, um, yeah, I think if you're talking about property regulations, you don't want real ferrets running around, but um, <laughs> metaphorical yeah. ferrets of, you know, running a business, mm. we have our, our physical health, our mental health, mm. our families, our, our work-life balance and, and everything else. And how... How do you find it possible to, to relax and, and switch off, as you say, with, with such a fast-paced environment? Um, exercise. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is it's something that you, because I've been doing it for so long and, mm. and train my staff like that, it's, it's to my staff, it's like five o'clock, I don't want you to be on your phone doing your emails. And, and you know, our um, staff always are there for an emergency and we're always... As a property management company, you always have to have your phone there for emergencies. But it's so easy, as you know, in this day and age to be sitting at home and, you know, at six o'clock, I'll just check my emails and things mm. like that. And for us, it's about, look, you, you need to spend time with your families. You need to switch off, you know, do some exercise, do some meditation, go out with your friends mm. so that you refresh the next day. Because as I said before, it is a really fast paced job. And so you've really got to have many hats on. Um, when you're dealing with multiple properties at once and things that go along with that. Mm. I think you're, you're right. And I think that the, the pandemic and, and lockdowns maybe blurred the lines between work time and, and home time. Mm. But um, I find myself in this trap as well. You know, the, the, the kids go to bed, then you think to yourself, oh, just a couple of hours of emails yeah. or something else. And then then we, we get ourselves into this trap. But I think if, if you've got a work environment, especially... As a leader, I think mm. if, if the leader is setting those behaviours and sending their team emails at 10 o'clock at night, then the team member thinks, 
Oh, 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 oh I better, better reply and, yeah. and these things. Then it's it sets up the, the the wrong the wrong tone and the wrong the wrong route to success, mm. I believe. And do you feel that responsibility as a leader to to set the tone from the top? I mean, I, I know you say a leader, and I, I do. Obviously, I'm the director of the the business, mm. but I feel like. Um, we we are all working just as hard as each other and um, back to that training and that communication and things like that. But in terms of, um, I definitely aren't sending outside of work emails and things like that because mm. I do strongly believe that there is a time for work and play, uh, work and play. And mm. you really, in the world today, it is so fast paced. And with all the modern technology, it's so easy to be able to just um, think, oh, well, I'll just... A little bit here and a little bit there, mm. um, and it's it's something that I think the team are very appreciative of, um, and it's give and take, isn't it, with a business, especially yeah. when you're working together so closely. Um, Definitely, yeah. I think that's the a lot of people. I, I believe that there's three areas of a business. There's there's your current customers, there's your prospective customers, and, and your team. And, and so many people are just focused on bringing more people or more tenants or more mm. clients onto the business. Mm. It's so easy to overlook the the, the current uh, group of people that you've got, mm. and then also your your team as well. And it is all about that that balance. It is, and I think if you've got a good strong team that are happy and they love their job, then the the rest or you know just automatically flows the the prospects and the business comes to you because you enjoy your job and you're working to the best of your ability you're having fun while doing it because it is a really mm. fun job um and it's just about supporting each other throughout that you know throughout that journey yeah absolutely right and and i was again i, I must have all the time in my hands at the moment because i was reading another article about uh, about this and Actually, in a high-performing team, you can have two people with the same job and very similar skills. Mm -hmm. But if one person is loving their team and their environment and what they do, more opportunities and more business will come to them. And if you've got another person who's looking at everything negatively and mm -hmm. they think, oh, nothing's going right, no one's supporting me, it's mm -hmm. so hard-working mm -hmm. here, then they won't get those things. Mm -hmm. And I think that that mindset and that morale and, and the culture is mm -hmm. so important. It's almost the, 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 the magic source to, to a successful business. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it is really important, mental health with staff and things like that mm -hmm. as well, because um, sometimes, you know, like any business, you do get things that happen, and, and particularly with property, and it can be quite stressful, or tenants can be stressed, um, during COVID, for example, mm. um, tenants can be, you know, were misplaced from their jobs. And that was really hard for them. And so we, in some ways, they'd call us and have a bit of a chat to us about that. And I guess for mm. them, it's a bit of an unload for the tenant. Um, and for us at that time, we were being more proactive and letting them know, hey, here's, the, here's a website here for you that you can go and get support. Mm. Because sometimes when you're in that situation and they've got families and children and all of this it can be hard for them to think where do I start mm. and worried about paying the rent and all of that so for us we took a proactive approach and said look here's some links this is where you can go these are the things that you can apply for if need be mm. um, just to give them that helping hand because it you know that was a really hard time for a lot of people wasn't it definitely mm. and in terms of, of you make a great point around the, the the wider economy and the wider market do you feel the the hard times are over, or, or what? What's your view on the on the whole, yeah, property uh, rental mm. and everything in, in the next twelve months? I mean, right now we do have a stock shortage, mm. and it could you know it's because a lot of people are 
moving to the bay, are coming back from overseas. Mm -hmm. um, and there is a real stock shortage at the moment. Um, we have a lot of um, properties um, that, well, we know of that are for sale, you know, have been for sale for a while. Mm. Um, and I hear that, you know, investors are looking to put those into the rental pool for now. So hopefully that will alleviate over time. Mm. Um, it's just one of those things at the moment. But for us, we do make sure that we do get back to every tenant that does a viewing because. Sometimes you get ten groups of people turn up for one particular house, and mm. so, and they they're not quite sure. Have I got this house? Do I go for another job? They've got to take time off work, and all of these things. So that's quite hard for them. Mm. So we do make sure that we do get back to every single tenant and say, look, I'm I'm really sorry, but on this occasion, because we've got only one property, mm. you weren't successful. But keep looking, keep applying, make sure um, that you've putting all the right information on an application and mm. we give them lots of tips and handy tricks to help them because um, it's a very tough market for uh, tenants out there at the, at the moment and mm. I, if I had a crystal ball like you asked what's happening in the next 12 months um, it really is hard to forecast because it's such changing times but with with um, things that you know things are sitting at the moment for sale so I'm, I'm, mm. I'm hoping that we're going to get more properties on the on, on into the rental pool to help alleviate yeah. the issue it, it's amazing and i, I uh, love the the differences between different countries and um because like i say renting out um my own house in uh, in england and we we didn't rent it before we um before we moved out here so i was trying to manage all of that from and say from the other side of the world but we were we were desperate for someone to come and and, and just be a tenant mm. and um because i had a nice house as well like it wasn't like i kind of lived somewhere terrible but mm. the rental market was totally flipped yes and so we arrived here we were like well we'll we'll just list out five houses and we'll just have a look around and we'll we'll find one we like and we'll just move in yes. and then you kind of we turned up on that in fact we were at miq so we had like a, like a virtual viewing, and all we could see on on the uh, on the letty agent was showing us on FaceTime. All we could see were these crowds of people mm. walking around the house, and that's when we realised it was a totally a totally different game. Mm. Where you've it's almost a competition for a lot of people. It is, and and moving is stressful enough as it is. They say it's one of the most stressful things mm. out there, and then you add all of those outside factors that are beyond your control. Mm. And this is why we say to tenants, you know, we give them tips and tricks of how to put your best foot forward um, and um, strengthen your application and, and things like that. And, mm. you know, be more proactive. I, I feel like sometimes we see tenants getting, um, you know, booking in for viewings mm. and not turning up. It's because they are, absolutely exhausted really yeah it's quite it's quite hard out there at the moment mm. so i'm hoping fingers crossed that we we will get some more stock come into the market to take a little bit of pressure off definitely but time will tell it <laughs> will and and i think there's there's i imagine people listening to this right now mm. who have either got their their house on the market mm. and it's not selling for whatever reason mm. or they're saying to them you know they'd be having the conversation about maybe yeah, maybe we should be renting a house. Maybe we should be switching uh, property managers. Mm. What if if they're kind of at that point in their life? What should what should they be doing next? And obviously, apart from calling you, but in terms of you know, what what questions should they be asking? What what should they be thinking about? I mean, they should be thinking about you know what what do they want as an owner? What do they want for their house? Is it a attachment like yourself mm. uh, with your property? Is it purely an investment property? Do I need to? do things to the house that will make it um, stand out from other properties. Mm. 
making sure that it's up to code with Healthy Homes compliance, which is something that we deal with anyway and and guide them through that. Mm. Think about the type of tenant that they want to get in. What is their most desirable tenant? And um, we always say to owners, um, might be something for you to consider as having a pet allowed because Mm. um, allowing pets, for example, says to the um, says to the market, well, you're opening up the market to um, about 70% more applicants. Mm. Do have a lot of families out there, mum, dad, and, and children who have a pet, or you might have a, a couple with a little pet. Mm. And they're brilliant tenants, and they've got fantastic records, and they're, they're you know, exactly what the owner is looking for. Mm. So just um, thinking about those sorts of things and um, having a forward plan of when you're intending on renting the property out and putting it on the market, and working backwards from there as to where we would come in and start the process so mm. that um, when they're ready for it to be rented, we've got someone who's already signed a contract and is in place mm. to minimise downtime. Because for us, it's about minimising that downtime for the client. Yeah. Who will probably, in most instances, have a mortgage. <laughs> yes, definitely. As I as I knew as well. When, uh, when, when you're kind of paying your, your one mortgage or your one rent and you've got another one to pay as well, yes. then, um, then yeah, those, uh, those months can feel a little bit stressful. Yes, that's for sure. And um, people will have a buffer, but that only goes so far. So for us, it's about um, speaking with the client and get, working it backwards so that mm. we can go in a month or so, five weeks before, start that process. Mm. And then so everything kind of ticks into place. Definitely. Mm. And do you get many, many landlords that, that transfer the management of their property to you? And, and the reason I ask the question is, again, that there may be people listening to this right now who mm-hmm. are already renting their property. Mm-hmm. But again, you've got that question in the back of your mm-hmm. head that, that, again, I've had. It's around, is this property being managed in the right way? Because mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know, from my position, you have the doubts, but then you tell yourself, or maybe that's just the life of a landlord. Maybe that's just the way mm. it is. And, and and what would you say to those people who are maybe having those those doubts at the moment? Yeah, I think if you've got any doubt in the back of your mind, then there is something niggling and 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 you'll know the reason what, as to what that is. Mm. And it's just about having a chat with us and us finding out what is your pain point. Mm. Some people it could be communication. Others it could be that... Um, suddenly they get a statement and, oh, hang on a minute, what's this $350 for the tap or whatever? Mm. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I've got a mortgage and, and things like that. So it's just whatever their pain point is, it's just about letting us know about that and then we can have a chat about how we work and what our processes are. Mm. And for us, it's always it works both ways. We want to be the right fit for them and vice versa. Definitely. So I would, yeah, I would get them to, you know, I would suggest um, give us a call and let's have a chat and see how we can work together mm. um, to help alleviate whatever their problem Perfect. thoughts are. Mm. <laughs> and, and earlier on, you mentioned that that your property investors as well. Yes, is that right? So, yes, correct. And again, it's something that, that a lot of people talk about right now that mm-hmm. you know, we all know, um, you know, we've all been brought up to know that property is a great investment. Mm-hmm. Real estate is a great place to, to have your money, especially at the moment with, you know, with, with the markets going crazy and, and the economy. Mm-hmm. Again, there, there may well be people listening to the podcast saying that that age old term of I'd like to get into property investment. Mm. Um, obviously, without we don't give investment advice on this show, obviously, no. <laughs> because that's a whole other a whole other show. That, mm. um, but, but what what would you say in terms? Of, if someone was interested, how would they start to find out more at least? What what could their potential first step be? 
So yeah, if, if you are interested in, in property investment, um, I, I do think it's something to have a chat with a real estate agent about what your options are and, and have a chat with a property manager who can advise you on um, what the current market rents are and mm. what the, you know, what it, what's happening in the market at the time. Definitely. On Taming the Ferrets, we, uh, we're definitely not a, a political show as well. So we, we don't have to get political, Janine. But mm. what one thing that I, I keep hearing about really about in the news is is things like um you know, people worried about being able to, to to find a house to rent that they can put their family in people being worried about the um you know, the, the the right amount of affordable housing mm. out there mm. um you know we, we look around the, the bay of plenty there's a lot of houses being built um at the moment but a lot of them are very nice houses and, and i think there's there is maybe an underlying worry for a lot of people around how are we going to be able to to afford somewhere um is that something that you're that you're picking up um do you think more needs to be done uh, around around affordable housing i do and um it is a real problem that we are seeing in the market um and i'm not quite sure what the long term solution is but you know they definitely are looking at um ways to ex- expand and get more housing in here it is something that's definitely needed because it's just a uh, supply and demand thing at the moment, isn't it? I mm. mean, rents are quite up there at the moment, and mm. but tenants realise that, and I, I guess if you compare it to what rents are around the world, it, it, it can be comparable with some larger cities. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've, and, and I've, I've a man that's tried to rent in London, and yeah. you'll uh, you'll be surprised the people that will will literally rent out a a wardrobe for. <laughs> For a few hundred uh, dollars a week or yes, something, and yeah. uh, I think it, it is the part of, of the way the world is at the moment. Mm. Do you think it's you know, from your experience? Is it particularly? Is it a, a, the problem that that's better or worse in the bay, or, or do you think, as you say, it's it's the same relatively across the whole country? I mean, I can only speak for the bay because this is the area we cover. But I I, I know that it is uh, a problem at the moment. But I do hear and you do read in the news it is a nationwide problem it goes in ebbs and flows and at the moment there's just um there's a lot of people out there looking and mm. yeah i'm not quite sure what the long-term solution is apart from trying to to build more properties well and you know what Julie, it's fine because we have a running uh, i was going to call it a running joke on this podcast <laughs> but it's not at all because we have said that we're we keep saying you know, Jacinda does want to come on the show. Um, <laughs> she's she's a big fan, and every week like, she wants to come this week. And I said, "No, Jacinda, we've got Janine in. You're well, going to have to wait." So, so when you know, when it's her turn, <laughs> yes. we'll, we'll get her in the seat, and, and I'm sure she'll have a have a great answer for us. I'm looking it. forward to listening to this. Yes, one. I'm sure many people would be <laughs> definitely. We have many listeners on this show. Uh, you know, Jacinda being one of them, but. Um, they may be at a stage in their life where they're either looking to start a career or they're looking for a career change. Mm-hmm. So if people are thinking, as as you did once, I'd like to get into property management, I'd like to, to pursue this as, as a career or a business, where do they start? I think a good place to start is approaching a property management company. I mean, we're mm. always happy to speak to people and it can be a bit scary in any area starting a new job. The main thing I would say is to have good people skills and actually enjoy working with people. Mm. Um, Property is the product here, isn't it? We're actually dealing a lot with people, people's emotions, um, helping people. We do change lives. Mm. We have people that are so happy that they've found somewhere and very grateful. And 
Likewise with owners, very happy that we've helped find them some wonderful tenants. Mm. So if you're thinking about getting into property management, we're happy to um, have a chat about that and um, help guide you. Mm. And it really is, you've just got to be a very well-organized person, like a bit of chaos, mm. <laughs> like to be juggling things in the air, mm -hmm. and really helping people is key. So many people overcomplicate it when, when they're thinking about starting, you know, starting a new career path or anything else. And I always say, just go and knock on some doors and, and introduce yourself. And it, it, it's not rocket science, but it does just take a little bit of effort. And I think that a lot of people with technology and things like that, they get caught up in their own head and see so many people out there and there's that illusion of, oh, these people are super confident and it's easy for them and things like that. Anyone that steps out into business, it's, you're dipping your toes into the unknown. Mm. So you really have to have the conviction to back yourself yep. and feel confident about what you know and where you're at. And if you've got that passion to be able to um, want to be able to help people, um, and are happy to learn all the well, you need to know all the law, then I think it's something that you should definitely pursue. Definitely. I love that. Having the confidence to back yourself, I think, mm. uh, takes you, is, is a great rule to, to, to have in, in so many walks of life. Absolutely. Well, Jeannie, we're, we're coming to the end of our time now. I know we mentioned this um, off air, but now we have the, the exciting <laughs> part. Um, and I know you're, you're looking at what the famous <laughs> book. So we have a tradition here on Taming the Ferrets where the previous guest gets to write down a question for the next guest. So that the upside of this is after this, then you get to write down the question for the next person we have in the, in the fabled Taming the Ferret studio. But I don't even know what this question is myself. So, a brilliant um, idea. Well, we uh, I have them every now and again. <laughs> so um, we we yeah we've had some very uh, interesting questions on here. So um, let me um, drum roll, please. I know it is the, the the right drum roll for our question is: What difference do you want to make in the world, and is what you're doing going to get you there? That is a heavy question. It is, isn't it? Difference to what difference do I want to make in the world? I think with my my what I'm doing now in my career, I feel very very fulfilled with that. Property management is extremely rewarding. Helping people find property, helping people that have been struggling for a long time looking for properties, um, helping owners get to where they want to be in terms of their investment. Um, so that in itself is something that um, is very rewarding and I really really thoroughly enjoy helping people it's such mm. a such a nice thing to be able to do and, and this job really does give you a lot of those um, things that you are looking for in terms of that definitely mm. Janine it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here on Taming the Ferrets if people want to get in touch with you or reach out to your business where do they find you Thank you. They can find us on evanspropertymanagement.co.nz. We are also on Instagram, Evans Property Management, and you'll find all of our details there. Perfect. Janine, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here. Thank you for coming into the Taming the Ferret studio, and you're always welcome to come back again in the future. Oh, thank you, Freddie. It's been an absolute pleasure, and I've had a lot of fun. Thank you Amazing. so much. Amazing. So Thank you. Like what you hear? Don't forget to follow us on social media at Taming the Ferrets and to give us five stars on your podcast provider. We're New Zealand's best kept secret, but don't be afraid of sharing us with the world. This has been a WTF experience. Discover more of your favourite shows and learn how to launch your very own podcast at wtfproductions.nz.